Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Somebody sent me an email one day, that, you know, kind of a nasty little email. <laughs> you know, I think I said it once before, Steve Harvey trying to be a preacher. Man, I'm so far from being a preacher, man. I can't even tell you. But what I am trying to do is share information. Now, I understand how haters work, and I understand how the devil works. Believe me, I do. You know, sometimes even he, the devil, surprises me at the level and the angles of attack they use. You know, which I go, wow, man, I didn't, I didn't see that one. Ooh, that was pretty slick. I got, got to give you credit on that. We try to get me. But every time you try to get me, I get saved. I get saved every time, man, because, because God got me. God got some angels camped around me. That's what my mom used to always say as a Sunday school teacher. Never really understood it, but, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, but I got it now. He got some angels around me, and angels come in the form sometimes of people, people who pull your coat to this or introduce you to that or reveal some information to you like this. He got them all around me. So, see, having a relationship with God has been beneficial to me, y'all, it's not just that what he gives to me, but what he protects me from. And, you know, some some people wonder, well, if you were God, why he let them people do that to you? No, that's not how it works. See, there's two forces in this world. There's good and there's evil. And if you succumb to good, that's what you become. That's what you do. But everybody don't succumb to good. Some people succumb to evil. Some people's mission is to hate to destroy, to tear down. And so that force is at work in this world too. And when that force comes up against me, well, God never promised me that I wouldn't see none of that, that I wouldn't see the attacks, that I would not come under fire, that I would not be falsely accused. He didn't say that. Matter of fact, he forewarned me that it would happen. But what he does give me in those moments are moments of comfort and peace knowing that he's with me. And that no matter what my enemy does to bring me down, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. So come if you want to. Fight if you will. I have a man that has been attacking me since I owned the comedy club in Dallas. He has been on a mission. Every job I get, 
he send out a um, he he send the, the the people that I'm with. He didn't send it to the WB. He didn't send these notifications falsely claiming that he has some information that can destroy me. That he has some audio clips of me saying things on stage that could destroy me. And then if I don't give him $5 million, he going to do it. You know how long this man been doing this? I mean, he done called NBC. Right on up to NBC where I am now. He done done everything. man. He has done everything. Now he done messed around and got himself now claiming in his letters physically ill. And his illnesses and what's befallen his family, he's blaming that on me too. Had Steve Harvey not stressed me out and paid me this money he owed me. What, 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 where you get this figure from, man? Where, where, where you coming with this? But every time, man, even when I tried to talk with the man, to say, hey, man, look, man, what is, what is it you really trying to do? This what, this how much I want. I'm not paying you that, man. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving you that. He just has kept on and on and on. And you know what? He done messed around and got himself sick. He done messed around, man, got himself in some situation. And can I tell you something? It's been going on since 19, uh, maybe 97. He started the attack when I first went on. No, before that. <laughs> Probably 95. He started the attacks in 95. It's 2013. Every now and then, he done got six lawyers. All the lawyers done dropped the case after they come in and they discover the fact. But he's steady trying. But it's the angels that's around. And I forewarned him several times, man. Hey, man, if I was you, I'd go head on. Because what I'm not going to do is bend. Because, see, you cannot break me because I happen to be a soldier for Christ. I happen to be an imperfect soldier for Christ. There's nothing, man. There's nothing. And oh, oh, and it ain't like a bunch of people done tried now. Oh, y'all been on YouTube. Y'all been on the internet. Oh, they done tried. Oh, they done put some dirt on me, man. That ain't true. But if you keep looking at me, though, and I am not the prize, but if you put your eyes on God, it's where you go. But if you look at me, he's covered me through it all. And that's been the importance of the relationship I form with God. Is that I know that I'm under his wings, that I'm ever under his ever-loving protection, that he got me. And I just want to share that with you, that if you got, if you're looking for some protection, if, you, if you're looking for a way to have the strength to get through what you're going through, get some God, man. If, 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 if you want a way out, get some God, man. If you've been gangbanging and you're sick of gangbanging, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being on drugs and you're tired of drinking, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you now, if you're trying to make your dreams come true and it look like you ain't going to make it and you still believe that that's for you, get you some God, man. If you're setting a new goal, dream, or aspiration and you're trying to get there and you're going to start out today, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. See, it's real what I'm saying, man. I ain't no fake dude with it. You understand? I'm just telling you real. Get you some God, man. And be patient. Have faith. Believe. Don't doubt. 
But Lord have mercy, get ready to work your tail off. Did you hear me? Get you some faith. Believe. Don't doubt. And get ready to work your tail off. God can't bless him. You see, a lot, a lot of times we go to God asking for prayers and stuff, but we go to him and we don't give nothing, God nothing to bless. We want blessings, but we don't give him nothing to bless. You make one step, he'll make two. You start, he'll finish. You come, he'll go. You dream it, he'll build. You start it, he'll finish. See, you see, you trying everything your way. I'm going to go to court. I had a conversation with a man yesterday. Just sitting, just called me, man, and was just talking about, but Steve, you know, man, I, 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 this dude been owing me $2,300 for four years. I just asked him, have you survived the four without the $2,300? Yeah, man. How much you think you'd have spent trying to get to 2300 Just a few hundred. Now, let me ask you something. Do you have a few hundred more to try to get this 2300 that you've been trying to get for four years? Yeah, I could do that. But do you want to, man? Do you have the time to dedicate four more of your years to try to get 2300 But, Steve, I'm out of work right now. I done fell on some hard times. I could use that money. And I've been praying to God to help me. Yeah, you've been praying to God to help you, but you've been telling God how to do the help. See, you keep telling God that if he give you the 21, 2300, you'll be all right. When in essence, God probably got something way greater for you, but you got to let go of your own thinking and let God have his way. You understand? You feel me? Find yourself some God today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21 minutes after the hour, Steve Harvey Morning Show Live on the radio. Yesterday I did Vincent Price. Today I'm going to do Pimpin'. Pimpin' is going to introduce the radio show this morning. Ready? Let's go. (laughs) Good morning. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is my man. I'm Pimpin' sitting there about to bring you the greatest show on earth. You know, we got all the characters here. We got Shirley Strawberry. That's my girl. I show feeling her doing chocolate. Call her for real. Like that thing right there. You understand? They got Junior. Junior with the pimpinest voice of them all. He is my P.I.T. Pimp in training. Then we got Tommy. I don't know where he is this morning. I ain't heard a peep out of him. He different. You know, Tommy. Tommy my man, though. You know, I be squaring up with Tommy. But he I call Tommy T.T. What's T.T.? That touchy Tommy. And then my main man out of the Carolinas. What's up, J. Anthony Brown? What up, Pimpin? What's happening, man? What's going, going good, Junior? What's happening, Pimpin? My hero. No, he's my hero. Baby, if I had your voice, I'd have started Pimpin at 10. <laughs> No, really, man. Here's some chocolate. At 10? <laughs> Excuse me, fellas. Bad count. What's up, chocolate? What's happening, Pimpin? <laughs> How you doing? Girl, I like it like that. I like chocolate. Chocolate one of my favorite things. You know I know that's right. right. What's happening? Man, uh, put that chocolate on top of a strawberry. <laughs> we got something happening. <laughs> oh, Speaking of that, what's up, Shirley? 
Hey, good morning, Pimpin. How you doing? <laughs> oh, you know, everything, everything. Tommy ain't here today. No, no. No, he's off, Pimpin. He's off. Oh, he's that's off right. He's yeah, he's off. Uh-huh. Oh, yesterday was his birthday. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Am I confused? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Should I right. not be right. saying anything? No. 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 I wasn't here for the briefing. Not that I would come. But. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do briefings. <laughs> I don't do briefings, baby. Mm-mm. No, no. Pimps don't brief. They don't. What do they do? Communicate. <laughs> oh. I talk you into it, and I try to talk you out of it. That's all it is, conversation. Communication. All in the same That's breath. all it is. Just going on. What's happening at the White House? Anything I need to comment yeah, on? What y'all up doing? Hey, 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 yeah. tell Steve. Let me tell y'all something. Tell Steve keep his head up with all these haters, okay? Okay. Oh, we let him know. Right. We tell him every day, yeah. I, you know, y'all and you know, I be following Twitter and social media and stuff. Y'all don't be saying nothing about Pimps so on I Twitter? Was just huh? Pimps on Twitter? Yeah, PT. <laughs> <laughs> well, the president is on Twitter, surely. <laughs> Hell yeah, the president on Twitter, why I can't eat? <laughs> he pimping the game for real, ain't he? Uh, oh, it's just on now. Why can't pimp? Pimps on Twitter is called pot. <laughs> 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 Catchy title. Man, I just wanted to stop in and say something to y'all. Give y'all my love and support. Let y'all know. Y'all stay tuned. Steve Harvey. Steve be back next 30-something funny. What y'all doing? I don't know. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It's time for something funny. All right. It's not looking good. I mean, we can all agree on this. It is not looking good for the president right now. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So our question for everyone is, have you ever been fired? Because there is talk of impeachment, firing Mm -hmm. him, all of that. Have you ever been fired? And what did you do? Let's start with you, Mr. Harvey. (laughs) Have I ever been fired? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. What? Have I ever been fired? <laughs> Come on, Steve. That's why the hell I had to get into comedy. I can't keep the job. <laughs> I know I got fired, man, because I just couldn't. Ne- I never, you know, I don't take orders good. I've never been the guy that wanted a boss. Every time I had an employer, I would look at him, and in two weeks, I never understood why this person was in charge of me. Mm-hmm. I just never got it. I've been fired. I've been fired for a lot of reasons. One time I got fired because I had a giant cleaning job. You know, I was vacuuming and, you know, shampooing carpets on floors right before I opened up my carpet cleaning company. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cleaning company, the the lady came in and ran it and handed me some gloves and said, you're doing toilets tonight. Mm -hmm. I said, doing doing toilets where? And she said, here at this office complex. And I went in the bathroom and there's about, you know, about four toilets in there. And I don't, I don't do toilets. <laughs> even even back then. I'm not I'm not cleaning the toilet. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Nothing, I'm not not that I'm above it. I just got mm-hmm. a thing. I, I don't want to clean no toilet. Mm-hmm. People that do that, I ain't got no problem. There's some great people out there earning a living. I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not cleaning toilet. I, I don't want to. Uh-huh. And so uh, <laughs> right. I just stood in there. I, I washed out the face bowl. You know, I mopped it, everything, mm-hmm. and I sprayed some spray on everything. Mm-hmm. And I came out. So her, it was her company, you know, so she went in there to check everything afterwards. 
And she said, I don't believe these toilets have been cleaned. Did you clean them? I said, to the best of my ability. And she said, well, maybe your abilities wasn't good enough. I said, well, how would you like it done? She said, well, it just doesn't seem like anything's been done. I think you just sprinkled the uh, the uh, uh, disinfectant in because it foamed up. And I think that's all you did. I said, well, yes, ma'am, but I, you know, I did the best of my butt. She said, you take a brush, you scrub over the rim, and you scrub down the sides. That's when it's clean. You take that scrub brush, you go around. That's why you had these rubber gloves. Then you take these disinfectant cloths and you wipe them off down and get all up under the seat. I said, right there, right there. All up under the seat. <laughs> okay. You're talking about what people ask me? <laughs> you said that. Yeah. To your boss? Yeah. Uh. yeah. She said, yeah, and, and what is wrong with that? I said, ma'am, I did the best I could. She said, well, you don't need to be working here. Because you're going to be on toilets from now on. I took Ooh. the rubber gloves off. I said, thank you for the opportunity, ma'am. She said, no, 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 no. Don't quit. You're fired. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I can take it either way. As long as I ain't doing any damn toilets. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. It don't make no difference. And that was it, man. That was, that, was a, that was my first job I got fired from. Oh, wow. Uh, well, second job, second Second job. Jay? Yeah. A bunch of times. A lot of times. I didn't mind having people over me, but uh-huh. I was trying to find a slick way to deal with it. So uh-huh. I'm working in this clothing store. I wasn't a tailor at that time, but it was my job to make sure they put new suits up. Mm-hmm. And Steve will tell you, suits come in big boxes, huge oh. boxes. Okay. Big enough that if you need a break, mm-hmm. you could get in a box. <laughs> And, and go to sleep. Uh-oh. And, and uh-huh. nobody would know you were in the box. Right. Unless they heard you snoring in the box. In the box. Here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I was in there. I was asleep. I was out. Uh-huh. Had the top over it. Right. And uh, somebody came back and said, there's a Negro. <laughs> Not Negro. One, one of these boxes is snoring. <laughs> It's a Negro snore. And so you can look and see me in the box, uh-huh. right? And that's when I had to say, clean out my, my locker because I was in the box. Sleep, yeah. with you the Negro. Lid, with, yeah. with the lid on. Oh, so I lost Negro. that job, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shirley? Uh-uh. You've never been fired. Not that I, no, maybe one time, one time, but it's not funny or good. They just said. Let us be the judge. No, it's not. Go ahead, Steve. I worked at a pick and pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a stock clerk. And then, you know, mm-hmm. when it got crowded on Mother's Day, on Mother's Weekend, mm-hmm. which is the first of the month, that's what they call it, Mother's Day Weekend. That's uh-huh. when all the checks came out. That's the most mm-hmm. crowded grocery store in the hood, right? Oh, so I'd okay. have to go up and I'd have to, uh, bag. I started off as a bag. I was really good. I could bag. I double bag everything. Real neat packages right weight, everything. So every now and then we go in there. So I became a stocker. So I would stock the shelves. And this white guy named Leo worked in the dairy department. I used to go over there and ask him questions because I wanted to work in produce more than anything. man. And so this dude named Leo worked in uh, dairy and I was in produce talking to this old black guy that had been running produce for 20-some years. How he got the job, how could I get it? You know, I'm about 17 years old. And um, the dude, Leo, came up and started talking. He said, so what do you want to get in 
produce for it. And I just said, well, you know, man, I've always been interested in him. He said, look, uh, dairy's where you want to be. Come back here and I'll show you. Now, we was going back there and we talking. He's showing me all the dairy stuff. And I ain't like, I don't want to work at that now. I said, man, I really like produce. And we going back and forth. So he got a little irritated. Mm-hmm. Not that I was knocking the dairy department. It's just that I mm-hmm. wanted to work in produce, man. I didn't really want to be putting cards of milk on the shelf. I wanted to work with vegetables and stuff. And, he, and so then he kept on. And then finally, man, he said, oh, so what is it? You just, all of you just enjoy picking things? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> I said, hold on, man. What, what you mean by that? Mm. I said, I, he said, I guess it's just inherent, though. You know, I just want to pick something. <laughs> What? And that's when, <laughs> yeah, that's when that ass started, right there. <laughs> 17. Yeah. I didn't punch him or nothing, but I was choking him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, assistant store manager was coming down that's the back step. We was in the store room, and I was, had his ass bent over some boxes choking him. Uh-huh. That was it. That was it. That was your last day. day. Last yeah. day on the job. Yeah. yeah. Give me I your apron. This is inherent. Y'all like picking stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean the nerve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right. he, don't, he don't he he don't do that joke no more. Before we got <laughs> Coming up, uh, run that prank back, Steve, with the nephew. Right after this jam, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, welcome back. Hey, stay with us, y'all, because at the top of the hour, Miss Ann got everything you need to know on the latest in national news. We got an update coming from the White House, like we do every day. This is the first administration that we got to talk about every damn day. Man, just take a break, man. You know, man, you know, man. I really wish the administration could just get a break, man. Just get a day off from controversy, mm, but they mm. jamming. Got to lose his job Ooh. a day off. Mm-hmm. Talk about getting fired. <laughs> yeah. We're going to run that prank back. Hello? Is this, is, uh, is this the cleaners? Yeah, this is the cleaners. Uh, is this the cleaners? Is this the cleaners? Okay, hey, listen. I'll be bringing my clothes to y'all out of town. Somebody done messed up a pair of my pants. Oh, the, the pants. You know the feet of pants? Say what? Yeah, the pen it no fit you. You bring it in, we fit it for you. No, 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 no. Y'all done already messed up enough. What I'm trying to say right here is, is that whoever did the pants took the belt loops off the pants. Oh, the who, 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 the who, the who, the who, the pants? Who, the what? Who, who, the, who, the washed your pants? Y'all the people, I told y'all I want to starch in my jeans. You know, I told y'all I want to make sure my jeans stand up by themselves. Okay, y'all put the storage in it, but the problem is y'all uh, took the belt loops off the pants. Do you you pay already? Do you pay? Say what? Do you pay? Yeah, I paid y'all the damn money. Y'all what, gave what, me the pants. I ain't know the belt loops wasn't on there till I got on. What 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 your name? What's your name? Washington. What? Washington. The what? Washington. What's your first name? Your first name? I don't never leave my first name. I'm always Washington. I, I had to find the receipt to see what you uh, what's wrong with your pants. Did your last your last name what what? Washington. Oh, hi. Oh, why you can't understand what I'm trying to say to you? Wait, wait, wait. Who 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 to help you with your clothes? Who who the person that help you with the clothes? The lady that I always be in the front is the one that helped me. The the the, the uh. The older lady, she the one always helped me. Let me see, okay? You do, you do it. 
cái 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 thằng này nó nói mà sửa cái quần mà sửa để nói chứ nó gì nhịn nó mang không được cái quần mà cứ mà cứ làm như sửa cái quần chứ nó không What is you saying to her? No, she not here. She not here. What, 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 what you, you just got to say? You... I need you to speak English. This is an English situation. Okay, okay. She she not speak. She not speak it. Okay. So I I I I translate for her. Okay. She 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 not here. If you want to call, come tomorrow. Then we help you with the clothes. Okay. But no, nobody no, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't understanding me. My belt loops is off my pants. We know that we know to take it. It did not. We don't have it here. We just wash the clothes. We don't take the. Y'all did do that. Y'all did take the belt loops off. You do. You wait. Okay. Okay. I what? Wait. Okay. Yeah, wait. Go, go ahead. Cái cái thằng này đó, nó nói là nó đem cái quần vô để sửa. Cái sau uh, sửa làm sao? Cái gì nhịt nó mang không được. Tại mấy kia mấy cái ấy mà. Hey, what I told you? I I told you English, didn't I? What What do you? We try We try to to help the problem. Okay. I understand you try to help the problem, but this is an English problem. I okay, need I you to be speaking you. English I, I speak when you're trying English, to handle what's okay? going on right here. English. Say what? I speak the English to you. You, I, I don't understand what you say. I say I need you to speak English. You're not speaking I, English. I just speak the English to you. Why you not? You you not here? Now, look, you know what? Hold up. All I'm saying is this right here. Somebody got my damn belt loose and it took them out my pants. And somebody finna put these back on. Or okay, finna you know we we what? we tell you that we are fixed upon. Okay, and you you bring it in. And you know, there's nothing I can do for you on the phone, okay? You want to, to fix the pan, you have to bring in another day, okay? No, it ain't okay. I ain't fixed to bring in nothing. I ain't fixed to bring in nothing. What do you want me to do on the phone, okay? If I don't have the pan, how are you going to fix it? You have to bring it in tomorrow, okay? The, the, the father will be here tomorrow, you bring it in, okay? That's it. Who's gonna be there tomorrow? I, I, it's very busy today. I don't have time to do this on the phone, okay? Hey, 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 no, it ain't okay. Y'all gonna fix my Pain. No, you don't. You you pay money, okay? I always say I just fix it, okay? You sit on the phone and you, you scream and you yell, and there's nothing I can do for you. No, you here supposed to do it for me. You finna fix my damn pain. Y'all just fix anything, okay? Pain. I don't have to fix anything, okay? We we here to help you, but if you don't want to work with us, then no, we cannot help you, okay? Hey, let me tell you something. Y'all gonna make me come over there and whoop some. You come here, okay? You come here and you talk to us, okay? And I have the police here. I have the police here and then you take it with them, okay? When somebody gonna put my damn belt loose back on my pants, then? That's all I'm saying okay, right now. Okay, okay. You, you, you don't yell at me, okay? Say what? You don't yell at me, okay? You want to you want to talk to him? He, he take care of you tomorrow, who, who gonna okay? Who's going take care of me tomorrow? You, problem, you talk to him. Who's gonna take care of me? The, the father, he's gonna hear you talk to him and you mess, you mess with him, then he take care of you, Yo, okay? Ain't finna do I, don't, I, don't, I don't deal with you, okay? Yo, dad, you, better, you better have them damn belt loops. That's what he better have. No, he don't have to do nothing, okay? Because we not, we not, we not mess up your pants. We try to help you. You got the problem, you talk to him, and he, he, he will kick your okay? He gonna do what? He gonna kick your He gonna kick my Is that what you just said? Oh, 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 look. Did you just say your daddy was gonna kick my Yeah, he gonna take care of you, and we're gonna go to police, okay? You go to jail, okay? Okay, look here, I got something else I need to say to y'all. Is you listening? I, I hear what? I said, is you listening? What do you want? What's the problem? Huh? Hey, do you have a man that works for you in your cleaner's name, John? You want to talk to John? No. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by John that works in your cleaners. What? Don't, don't 
tell you to call me? To fix your pants? <laughs> what did you, what did John call me? Is this Sue? What the, what, the what is your name? Is your name Sue? That, that's my name. You, you, you always get mad at John for listening to the radio in the morning, oh. right? Oh, oh, he didn't call you on the, ra- on the radio? John got me to prank phone call you. I work at the radio show. Oh, that's not funny. Okay. All right then. Sue, I gotta ask you, what what is the best radio show in the land? Oh that the the Steed the Steed Hardy show. Yeah, you tell the you tell the Steed to come here and get a watch and watch his pants we get okay. it. But this is my favorite one, though. Asian cleaner. Asian cleaner. It's my Please. favorite. I love it. I love this one. I All right. can't laugh about nothing oh, yeah. with the Asian community. Yeah, you yeah. just sit over there and be quiet. I'm do all the laughing, though. Mm-hmm. I can't say nothing. Well, you know who needs to be quiet as well? That's our president. He addressed the 195 graduating cadets at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy on Wednesday. He said that no politician in history has been treated as poorly as he has. This is what President Trump said, adding that you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Never, ever give up. Things work out just fine. The president delivered the speech to a crowd of about 4,000 people, and despite his optimistic message, things haven't been going well for him at all this week. Following the ouster of FBI Director James Comey came the revelation that Comey said in a memo the president asked him to drop the investigation into Michael Flynn, who had a short stint as Trump's national security advisor. We know that, so... Put your fight, 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 fight. fight. Never, never, ever, ever, ever give up. Yeah. That applies yeah. when you're doing the right thing, though. Exactly, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> when you start in a mess and then you we'll want to back. We got Miss Ann. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Miss Ann is coming up next. Uh, but first, graduating from college, uh, we all know, is an exciting time, right? But it can also be very, very stressful, especially when you consider that about 70% of those earning a bachelor's degree have to deal with paying back student loans. Mm -hmm. Always a major problem. And while getting extra education can help you achieve a better career, college isn't the perfect solution for everyone. With that in mind, here's a rundown of things college uh, does not teach you. Here we go. Uh, To pursue your dreams between classes, to be able to talk, being to able to make your dream between classes. Uh-huh. College is not to pursue your dreams. They don't discuss your dreams in college. Mm-hmm. You have to provide that yourself. That's the first mistake of the educational system. Okay. Uh, being able to make personal connections with people is vital, like networking, things like that. Okay. They don't teach you that, right? Nope. Uh, They don't teach you that success is a marathon and that you don't need to make a big splash. Okay, it's about the journey. College doesn't teach you success. College teaches you how to memorize and and recall during test time. That's not success. They just teach you recall. It's important. You know, if your dream is to be a doctor, of course, you got to get an education. You want to be a lawyer, you got to have an education. Engineer, got to have an education. There's nothing to do with your dreams, though. They don't. They don't teach uh, 
Instead, acquire dreams. This is what they should do. Instead, acquire skills and build your network a little each day. Now, Steve, if you could go back in time, I know we've been discussing it already, and talk to yourself as a recent college grad or high school grad, what would you tell yourself? What we've just been talking about, right? Well, I'd have told myself I should have never took my stupid ass down there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste your time. <laughs> you mean you never would have, you mean college? Is that what you're talking about, Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't have. Because yeah. what I wanted to do and be was not there. Yeah. The college taught me the most valuable lesson I learned from college was people. Mm-hmm. How okay. to deal with people. With people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, that's that was, what they that was my that. greatest takeaway from college mm-hmm. social skills. How people are, and I learned valuable lessons in that. Living with people I didn't know, how to get along with people from different cultures. That was the takeaway for me in college. Nothing else came out of college for me. Nothing. And that's what they say that they yeah. don't teach you that uh, uh, networking and things I really like that. wish I had gone to college. I, my sister went, I didn't go, but trade school, mm-hmm. I did pretty good. Pretty damn good. You were a tailor, and I didn't right? have to. I didn't owe any. School. I was a tailor. I yeah. didn't owe anybody any money when I got out. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. to this day don't owe no colleges, student no student loans, mm-hmm. or nothing like that. And I worked right away as soon as I got out of trade school. Awesome. And my sister was still looking for a job. She owe me money now. <laughs> do, you, do you still make pants and no, stuff like that? Zippers. You still you going there, huh? <laughs> Just pockets. And pockets. I don't need pockets. <laughs> Ash, he okay with a zip in the pocket. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp, the lovely one. Good morning. Thank you very much, Steve. And this is Ann Tripp, everybody. Okay, President Trump still insists that he never tried to get the FBI to abandon its investigation into former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn's ties to Russia or into the agency's probe into whether members of his presidential campaign were involved with Moscow's alleged efforts to control the outcome of the election. The entire thing has been a witch hunt, and uh, there is no collusion between certainly myself and my campaign. Uh, I think it divides the country. I think we have uh, a very divided country because of that and many other things. We have to get back to running this country really, really well. We've made tremendous progress in the last hundred and some odd days. Tremendous progress. And that's what I want to be focused on, because believe me, there's no collusion. Uh, Russia is fine. But whether it's Russia or anybody else, my total priority, believe me, is the United States of America. Yeah, well, the allegations surfaced after Trump abruptly fired FBI Director James Comey and the contents of one of Comey's memos became public. It was a memo where he stated that Trump told him that he wished the investigation would, quote, go away. In Oklahoma, the family of an unarmed black man shot and killed by a white police officer last September are now acquitted white police officer say they intend to drop a wrongful death suit on the city of Tulsa. The victim, Terrence Kutcher, was having tra- car trouble. He stopped his vehicle and got out. His family cried when they heard that jurors found uh, Officer Betty Jo Shell be not guilty of first-degree manslaughter. Shelby claims she fired her weapon because she thought Mr. Crutcher had a weapon and she was fearful of her life. But prosecutors say Crutcher was no threat to her. In fact, he was clearly seen holding his hands in the air when she killed him, a scene captured on dashboard video and by a helicopter. The family lawyer is Benjamin Crump. On the hills of Eric Gardner in New York, Michael Brown in Ferguson, the list just goes on and on unarmed African-American men being killed by white police officers and they get away with it. I really thought that Tulsa would be the example that said all American citizens are granted their due process of the law 
and it does not matter if you are a young African-American man. Unfortunately, I was wrong. White-collar workers at the Ford Motor Company facing layoffs this year. Today is Boys Club Day, a Celebrate Your Elected Officials Day, and Armed Forces Day. And this has been Ann Tripp. We'll be back with Eugene the Butterfly 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. uh, Solange, she wrote a letter to her teenage self for Teen Vogue. She says, when you go out into the world feeling really confident in who you are, young people will call you names and grown folks will call you uh, names as well. She says, it's okay. Uh, One day you'll name yourself and that name will belong to you. It will not be the ones they ordained crazy, ugly, attention-seeking weirdo. Sometimes you will still get call these things as an adult, except you will actually embrace some of them. You will learn that these are just words, and every once in a while they will hurt, but you will choose to turn those words into a symbol of beauty. Solange also writes about losing a best friend to gun violence, about becoming a mother at 17, and about the time when she wanted to marry uh, Brandon Boyd from Incubus. I have no idea who that is. I don't know who that is. Incubators. Who's that? Does he get get a... mm? Is that like a rock group or something? Well, no, I'm just saying, you you mean Idris? (laughs) No. Idris Elba. (laughs) (laughs) Threw everybody off with that name. Who is he? I don't know who he is. uh, It's a group. Incubus is a group. He gets a mm behind his name? He does? Well, I was just saying mm because of all the things that Solange talked about. She nailed it, sounds like. She nailed it. You know, the things that can trouble you as a teen and bother you. And, you know, you can carry that into an adult. But she says, you know, it's going to happen. And don't Uh, worry. You'll be all right. She had it better than me. I was called fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Sit your fat ass. Yeah, sit your fat ass down. Were you you overweight as a child? Yeah, I I wore husky jeans. Remember husky jeans with the word husky Uh on the back? Uh That was not. That did not help your self esteem at all. You standing over there looking like a flow model too. (laughs) From the back, and and corduroys because they made so they made noise like. The most painful thing a teacher told me one time uh-huh. in class, uh-huh. sit your fat ass down. I mean, the in, front of, told you that? in the front of the yeah. whole class. Okay, well, Jay, Solange says, you, Jay. Yeah, she's mad at you, Jay. <laughs> Solange says, you will learn that these are just words. See? Every once in a while, they will hurt. Well, now it's funny, but uh-huh. back then. But you, she said, you will learn, but you will choose to turn those words into a symbol of beauty, and you have See? done that. Now, I just did that, but uh-huh. back then, in, in the seventh grade, Jay, you crying on the inside, ain't you? You hurt right now, huh? You were crushed. Yeah, you You hurt right now as an adult. (laughs) I can't believe the teacher said it, though. Yes, she had enough. She had had enough. But didn't your teacher tell you something similar, Steve? My teacher told me, you Uh can sit down (laughs) back there, little Stevie, (laughs) acting a fool. You ain't going to ever make no money acting a fool. Wow. Ta-da. Ta-da. It's like a magic you, trick. In the words of Solange, you will learn that these are just words. Every once in a while, they will hurt. Still but you will choose to ass, turn man. those words into a symbol of beauty. I had a girl tell me, I'm not uh-huh. going to the junior prom with you because I don't like your facial features. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I heard that one. You don't like nothing. All right, we got to go. Jay is up next to murder. 
fat ass. I'm Another scared. hit. Here come Jay with his fat ass. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. It's time to get it done. It's time to do what this boy came over here to do. He doing way more than that, but, you know. <laughs> Bought him in for one bit. He done muscled his way in on half the damn show. <laughs> I'm going to cut out all this damn talking on this damn show. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> All right. Time to I'm murder so the hits. Uh, we got a fresh one for you today, Steve. Uh, I want to thank Shirley for coming up with the concept of this. Shirley, it's Charlie Wilson's song. Now, his song is Blessed. It's oh, about yeah. blessed. It's about being thankful for what you got. My song, a little different. Oh, it's about being stressed. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stressful situations out there. <laughs> You just got out of one. Just got out of one, so here we go. This is stress, not bless. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I'm just a, a bundle of bad nerves, man. I'm, I'm shaking all the time. Man. If you give me a glass of milk, man, I'll give you butter back. That's how much I'm shaking, man. Don't want to go nowhere and stay in the house all the time. I ain't take packages in mail. You know. You don't know. And people, it's scary out there. I don't stand in my yard Ain't no way but I might do it someday Pistol laying by my side Damn right cause people fighting on the freeway People mean and they scream I don't bother them I got enough on my plate I'm afraid to get laid Paranoid I might get a bad it So I get high to get by Drinking and I can't get enough. Can't get enough. So if you look in my eyes, you see me cry. Cause I ain't got nothing but bad love. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm stressed. Yes, I put the letter D in the word D. Yes, I always have a throbbing in my whole chest. I'm stressed. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, don't ask me how I'm doing, I'm a mess. Yes, my side piece passed the fraternity test. You never see a smile up on my face. Yes, I'm I'm stressed, yes, I'm stressed, yes. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm stressed, yes. I put the letter D in the word D, yes. I always have a throbbing in my whole chest. I'm stressed, yes, I'm stressed, yes. Don't ask me how I'm doing, I'm a mess, yes. My side piece passed the fraternity test. You never see a smile up on my face, yes, I'm stressed. Rob Hawkins, baby. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Man, the paternity I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Is that a car wreck? Car crash. I keep a throbbing in my chest. Man, that boy said, if you give me a glass of milk, I'm shaking so hard. I'm going to give you back some butter. Butter. I love it. That was great, Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Sherry. Oh, thank you. That was good. Yeah, that's the reason we should have that paternity test. But the side piece. What'd you say, Steve? That's all I need right there. Oh, right there. Oh, the side piece passed the paternity test. You sure that's a positive? Yeah. Check it again. Please. I'm Check me out, y'all. The J Spot Comedy Club show, Underwood, June the first through the fourth. 
uh, and uh, she'll be there. We're going to roast show on the 4th. All right, Hollywood. Hollywood, Los mm-hmm. Angeles, California, man. Uh, I'm stressed about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, Jay. Man. <laughs> about everything. So, Steve, I mean, things seem to be going well with you yeah. I mean, lately. You stressed yeah. about anything? Yeah. yeah. Having a good week. This yeah, week. last week I can understand, but this last week. Friday. Yeah, well, woo. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's more coming, but, you know, I ain't stressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's more coming. You know, I already. <laughs> I already, I, I already know what the mission of some people is, but I ain't really uh-huh. stressed. I'm sick of some mess. <laughs> so sick of some of this mess. Yeah. Starting to look like I'm stressed, y'all. But all I'm real sick of this mess, y'all. I wish they would get a life. <laughs> Prank phone call coming yeah, up yeah, next. You got something You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we got the strawberry letter that's coming up, and then we talk about some things that's happened. Uh, Shelly? Yeah, and then the nephew, of course, is coming up with his prank phone call. It's called Naked Yoga. See, now, see, right there. <laughs> that sounds stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't touching them positions. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, uh, is it Gordon? Right, it's Gordon. How you doing, Mr. Gordon? Uh, listen, my name is... Oh, uh, let me, let me uh, turn down the TV. Are you calling about the apartment? Yes, yes. I was okay. trying to see about uh, maybe coming over to take a look at it or and, and seeing uh, if it's still available. Man, I got a newspaper, but I didn't know if this still available or what. No, 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 no. still for rent. Um, <clears throat> let me be uh, straight with you. Um, uh, you know, no pets and uh, no, no smoking uh, <laughs> of any kind. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I understand. Okay. From my understanding, the listing here is like eight hundred fifty dollars a month, right? right? You got a parking spot, um, your private bathroom with a shower, uh, okay. and uh, eight fifty. I'm gonna need first uh, last month, and uh, really, um, let me, well, what's your name? My name is Darnell. 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 Okay. First. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, first last month, and uh, social security number. I can do a background check. Okay. The, uh, okay. Okay. Now, uh, let me ask you this: You guys got uh, like a back backyard area? I, I teach classes in the mornings, and I want to know if you have that. That that's pretty much what, what kind of lock me in. If you got a, if you guys got a backyard that I can use? Oh, we got a backyard. What what do you teach? I teach yoga. I teach yoga in the mornings from uh, from six to eight. Hopefully, that won't be a problem. You make you make money doing yoga? Yes, sir. I definitely do. I make enough definitely to cover the rent. That's for sure. That shouldn't be a problem i know i know a little bit about yoga that's that i mean really if it's y'all you know you're not making no noise that's yoga that's, that's not a problem a good deal well how quick can i actually get moved in man, i'm trying to get settled i just moved in from the uh from the east coast i jumped on my yoga pretty quick and got a, quite a bit of clientele built up and um you know i'm just just ready to get started get moved in man Some, something that i can actually call home you know uh yeah well you know we're looking to rent rent it out pretty quick um you know because we want to try and get it filled as soon as possible because you said we are you are you you got a roommate you're you're are you married no, it's what, just what? Me. It's, it, it would be me and my wife and uh we it's a three-bedroom home you would have the room in the back with the bathroom and uh okay. yeah like right. i say 50 do a credit check right and, uh, you know right. since we meet um i can do the background check and uh no, 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 that background check. What, 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 what do you necessarily need to do that for? Well, you got to know who you're into, and then you want to know what the credit they got, so if they can afford the rent or not, you know. I got, I got, I got real good credit, man. My credit is fine. I'm, I'm actually in the 800s on my, on my credit scores. Oh, damn. All right. When you get here, this is how you fill out application. 
But uh, you know, if, you, if you're ready to get it cracking, I can do I can do a background check, and you right now just give me your uh, social security number. Okay, but let me let me go ahead and just do this, man, on that background check, because you know that what what I want to say about that is this: it might be something on there about like when I was on the East Coast, you know, I was actually teaching uh, naked yoga. You know what I mean? Naked yoga. Uh, you know, you may see something on there about me being a, a, a nipple oh, man. Oh, naked yoga? Yeah, well, see, that's, what, that's the kind of yoga I was teaching on the East Coast was naked yoga. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody talking about really teaching naked yoga here? Well, but see, it's in the backyard. It's closed in. You know, in no, my backyard? Like, and you, what, what, what other glitch you got? You said there's some glitches, Michael. Well, what other glitch you got? Well, you might see that I, I, I'm a nymphomaniac, but see, they, they, but see, I didn't took some, I didn't took classes. A nympho- what? I, I didn't took counseling for that though. So, no, so, yeah. what do you need to take some counseling over or somewhere else? You ain't taking no counseling and doing no uh, naked yoga in my backyard. No, but see, man, all that's behind me now. That's on the East Coast, man. That, 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 that's all behind me now. I, I didn't put that thing down. Man, I don't care if it's behind you, in front of you, on the side. You're doing some naked yoga in my backyard. That ain't happening, man. Matter of hey, fact, man. Scratch, hey, man, listen. Scratch my I got all the credentials that qualify to move in there, and now you're going to sit here and tell me I can't. You're talking about doing some naked yoga in my backyard with no 20, 30 people? Man, my wife be at home, man. You, look. Well, you want to bring your wife out you know there? Let her get naked and, get and do some yoga in, man. man. Just scratch that one off your list and just move on to the next one because ain't no naked yoga going down back here with no nymphomaniacs. I don't know what else y'all might be doing. I don't know what. Nobody, I don't know who no does drugs, naked man. yoga. We are, we, it's, just, man, it's, just a, it's just a serene moment, man, where you find yourself. That's all this really is about. Well, you better find yourself somewhere. Else. That's what I know. You ain't doing no naked yoga in my backyard. I'm surprised you even called somebody with that. Hey, man, I'm going to come over there to this address and start looking at this place because I want to set up shop right here. In my backyard, and I don't even know you. Talking about you got some glitches in your past. You're going to have a foot in your. How do you know that this isn't something that your wife might really want to get into? But my wife. Don't even mention my wife's name, man. You don't know me. You don't even know my wife. Take my off your list. You come out here, you're going to have another glitch. I'm coming out you know there to look you at this damn room, and you gonna show it to me. I ain't showing you. You come come out here, and I'm gonna show you something else. My back. I, I am. A, I am a recovered nymphomaniac. I'm recovered. Thought I recovered nymphomaniac. You about to get your with biomaniac. I'm the maniac. Please believe, Darnell. I'm gonna come over there right now. I'm gonna come over there now, man, so we can sit with defense. I ain't having that. Do not hey, man, come listen, listen, man, I'm gonna come over there. Please, just matter of fact, Matt, look, this you can do whatever you want somewhere else, but this right here, this ain't the place for you. I'm gonna tell you that right now, Darnell. Talk to your so wife, man. Whatever Let me talk to your wife. Pool, whatever you, you want to talk about, this ain't the place for you. Go somewhere else. Take that. Let me speak to your wife, man. Please, Let me talk to your wife. Do not even try me, Darnell. Do Let me talk to your wife, man. I'm not even that kind of dude, man. But you about to bring this out of me. Do not bring this. Over here, Darnell. So, so as far as I'm your wife, man, this right here, this right here is over for real. You gonna come out here and catch a case? Okay. Can I can I say one more thing to you, man? No, you can't say Darnell because this this conversation is over, man. Okay. How about that? Hey, man. Can I say one more thing, man? What you got to say, man? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. (laughs) Oh, get the. Out of here, man. This is nephew Tommy. Who, who, who told you to do this to me, man? <laughs> Your brother. My brother. Oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, my God. Man, my heart is all beating all fast, man. My. Oh, get the out of here, man. Tom, man. Oh. You all right, man? Man. I was going to whoop your butt naked.
if you came around here, man, you just don't know. Man, I'm so glad this is a joke. You have no idea. I'm so glad this is a joke, man. <laughs> okay, one of these days. Yeah, oh, take him Thank away. You know. Soon and very soon, you are going to see the king. <laughs> It was a gloomy day. This is an interesting, interesting story here. Boy, wish it was me. It was a gloomy day when Dave Brantley uh, pulled into Minute Shop in his hometown, but not for very long. He bought two jumbo buck scratch-off lottery tickets while he was rubbing it with a coin. He couldn't believe his eyes. He's 68 years old. He won $750,000. Wow. Yes. Uh, that was uh, after tax. It turned out to uh, five hundred and twenty-one dollars and some change, thousand dollars and some change. Uh, it's going to go toward buying his first ever new car, wow. new vehicle. He's going to buy a Ford pickup. I've always yeah. said if I ever win a lot of like a lot, like mm. a real lot, uh-huh. my message would be: the following people can kiss <laughs> my. <laughs> Listen for your name. <laughs> I'm starting with the A's. <laughs> In alphabetical yeah, order? Alphabet, yeah. <laughs> How much do we? A hundred yeah. gazillion? A sort of, uh, quadrillion million? Yes, okay. <laughs> Is this on? Yeah. yeah. The following people. <laughs> listen, for <your laughs> listen for your name. Yeah. Can kiss yeah. my... <laughs> no. In alphabetical no. order, and I, I like what George said. He, he's gonna keep his job, uh-huh. but he's coming in late. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I ever win some money. Mm-mm. All right, the strawberry letter is coming up next, but uh, Steve is <laughs> Steve has the story. What he going keep his job, but he's coming in late <laughs> and leave early. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, my goodness. Yeah, but anyway, this guy is going to um, buy a Ford pickup. He's going to buy uh, a new house. Yeah. And he's going to have to have a garage. You know yeah, that. So he yeah. can put his brand new, new first ever new car, yeah. new Ford pickup Bless in this son. garage. Yeah. yeah. He has four grandchildren, ten great he grandchildren. He won 750 <laughs> after taxes. <laughs> Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. After taxes, it's five hundred twenty-one thousand dollars and some change. So he's gonna yeah. buy a new car yeah. and a yeah, new house. You do need to go and get that brand new pickup, boy. Yeah. First ever. Buy a house too. And a house and with a garage, yeah. so we can he put the truck in too? there. Mm-hmm. He's sixty-eight yeah, years old. Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. As mentioned, strawberry letter coming up next. And uh, Steve has a crazy story for us. My favorite story. My favorite. (laughs) I love this story. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Strawberry Letter coming up next is going to be another crazy one. But speaking of crazy, what is the story you have for us? This is my favorite story (laughs) that Steve has told me. (laughs) I never heard this one, right, Carla? mm -mm. I had this partner, man. We was at this dance. Uh His name was... uh, K-Dub, Kenneth Wiggins. And, uh, mm. You know how back in the day, though, the elastic would come out the top of your socks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they would fall down around your uh-huh. ankles. You know, all of us did, did it. You know, we put rubber bands on it. Uh-huh. But uh, Kenneth had rubber band his socks up. <laughs> he didn't want to be dealing with it all day, so he put a bunch of them on there. So he was out of this dance. 
And we was just dancing, man. We were all night. And so I kept looking over there at Kenneth, and Kenneth kept reaching down right below his calves. Just, you know, little, just a little rub his leg, but he'd get back up and he'd start dancing some more. Uh-huh. And, then, and then I look over there, and Kenneth down there just rubbing right below his calf on both legs. And he looking, just starting to look a little stressful. Getting, but I ain't paying no attention. We out here down the He would do it in like it was a part of the dance, though. Okay. So I ain't really paying no attention. He's playing at all. Right, right. Uh-huh. And so finally, man, I looked over there and Kenneth had dropped down on both knees <laughs> and then just collapsed. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? Face forward. And everybody at the dance stopped the damn DJ, cut the music off, and they went over there and they rolled Kenneth over. And I was concerned. And people were starting to just press on his chest. They were trying to give him CPR. They was trying to, you know, they were trying to act like they had defibrillated, you know, just trying to clear, you know, just pressing on his chest. They had just beating on his chest. And Kenneth came to and just started fighting him. Man, get off, get off of me. Get uh-huh. me, Stop pushing! Ain't nothing. It's a Kenneth. Kenneth, what's what's hurting you? He said, "Roll my socks down." <laughs> Kenneth's socks had cut the damn blood off so bad <laughs> that his ass had fainted. When they, they pulled his pants leg up and rolled, they couldn't even hardly roll them socks down. He had so many rubber bands on him. They had cut so deep into the meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kenneth, below his calves, was raw. Oh, oh man. The rubber bands had just cut into him. He was just saying, man, uh-huh. roll my damn socks down. <laughs> I got to get some relief. Get off my chest Get off and me. roll my socks down. <laughs> roll these socks down. <laughs> and everybody was confused. Get off your chest. You done fainted. What's on your socks? Oh. Man's leg up. Man, them rubber bands was on there so tight. God. Oh, Kenneth. Golly. All right. T- tickets to the strawberry letter. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the strawberry letter. <laughs> Subject was I right or wrong? Uh-oh. Hey, Steve and the family. I am 24-year-old female that is well-established for my age. I have my own house, car, and I am a registered nurse. Anyway, I met this guy a couple of months ago, and I was interested in him. We would hang out from time to time, and I really enjoyed his company. But it seemed like the only thing that would become of this is friends with benefit. Uh, benefits. One day, out of the blue, he said his birthday is coming up and what am I going to get him? I quickly mentioned the friends with benefits and he said, no, it's not like that. I want more. I want to get to know you as a person and the whole time I'm thinking he's just saying this to continue to get the goods. So the next time he came over, he ended up trying and getting the goods and after it was over, I got upset, left the room and came back and told him it was time for him to go. He had gotten what he wanted and there was no reason for him to still be there uh to be here he looked confused and didn't know where the attitude came from but he got up and uh, got his stuff and before he left he said i'll talk to you later and i said i don't think i'll be communicating with you anymore i feel bad now was i wrong i mean i don't know were you were you wrong i I mean what do you want out of this you know do you want a relationship where someone cares 
about you and loves you? Or, or do you just want to be some man's boo, you know, uh, with benefits, his friend with benefits? So maybe, you know, since you feel bad now, now that he's gone, maybe you'll take the time to consider him. Um, you know, he's, he said he wanted to get to know you better. And, uh, he, you know, sounds like he wants something with you to me. Maybe you'll realize now that it is you and your attitude and your fears and your insecurities that are holding you back from possibly having a good relationship with the man. Stop tripping, you know, Steve? Well, I mean, I don't know, Shirley. I I think this is a classic case of not getting a clear understanding of what everybody's in it for. Mm -hmm. See, you, you can't create new terms and then become unhappy with the terms. Are you a 24-year-old female that's well-established for your age? And I'll admit you really are. You got your own house, a car, and you're a nurse. Okay, sister, you're doing really, really well for 24. Extremely well. You met a guy a couple of months ago. You're interested in him. We would hang out from time to time, and I really enjoyed his company. But it seemed like the only thing that would become of this is friends with benefits. Okay, see, hold on. See, You hung out from time to time. You really enjoyed his company. But it seemed like the only thing that would come out of this would be friends with benefits. So what that means is the hanging out was more than really hanging out. Y'all were sleeping together. Yeah. Okay. Now you've discovered that it looks like all this is going to be is some friends with benefits. Well, you're using the term benefits because you've obviously taken the term out the book and I have to explain to women the reason you hang on to your cookie because it's a great benefit. Now, you got a friend of yours you call a friend, which everybody's definition of friendship is different. And now you're saying that they have benefits with it. And then one out the day, one day out the blue, he said his birthday was coming up and what am I going to get him? Uh... And then I quickly mentioned the friends with benefits, and he said, no, it's not like that. I want more. I want to get to know you as a person. The whole time I'm thinking this, he's just saying it to continue to get the goods. So in essence, lady, let's just tell the truth. You were passing out the goods to a person who didn't know you, and you didn't know him. That's really what this is about, man. I hate to keep doing this and hammering this message home but my goodness keep doing it no i want more i want to get to know you as a person Mm -hmm. you're sleeping with a dude you don't know because you passed out the benefits before Mm -hmm. he proved himself worthy of the benefit package i have no other way to explain this to you except you have done this to yourself without having any standards as to what a friend is to you or him, and any standards for when you pass out your cookie. Everybody come in and get a handful. Part two of Steve's response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, finish with your your response to part two of this crazy letter. <laughs> mm-hmm, ain't it? Yes. He said, ain't it? <laughs> Y'all, this, this letter right here. Uh, hey, Steve, fam, 24-year-old female that was established for my age, got her own house, car, register. Anyway, I met this guy a couple of months ago. I was interested in him. We were hanging out from time to time. I really enjoyed the company, but it seemed like the only thing that would become of this is friends with benefits. One day out of the blue, he said, his birthday's coming up, and what am I going to get him? I quickly mentioned the friend with benefits, and he said, no, it's not like that. I want more. I want to get to know you as a person. The whole time I'm thinking, he's just saying it's continue to get the goods. So the next time he came over, he ended up trying to get the goods. 
after it was over, I got upset, left the room, came back and told him it was time for him to go and he had he gotten what he wanted. There was no reason for him to still be here. He looked confused and didn't know where the attitude came from. But he got him, got his stuff, and before he left, he said, I'll talk to you later. I said, I don't think I'll be communicating with you anymore. I feel bad now. Was I wrong? Shirley's absolutely correct in saying, were you wrong? I don't know. What do you want? Okay, let's say you ain't read the book. Let's say that friends with benefits is a common term. I must admit I've heard that many times before. Friends with benefits. But you didn't discuss any of this. You know, now, you know, then at the end of the letter, you wrote, I feel bad now. Was I wrong? You feel bad now. No, no, lady. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, 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 let me back you up a little bit, little, little 24-year-old. Let me help you understand something. You felt bad when you was writing this letter. You felt bad for what caused you to write the, write the letter. You, fed, uh, you felt bad after he asked you what he was getting for his birthday. Uh, then you got mad because you had to remind him, hey, we just friends with benefits. Then you got mad because he said, no, I want more than that. You got mad because you thinking the whole time he's talking that he's saying all of this just to continue to get the goods. Then you got mad because the next time he came over, he was trying to get the goods. Then you really got mad because after it was over, which means he got the goods. Now, who you mad at? You mad at him because he because you gave it to him? It's all y'all do. See, that's all y'all do. Y'all ain't been talking, getting to know each other, learning each other. Y'all been getting together, passing out benefits. Now you mad. Now, you done came back in the room with your crazy self, because this crazy. You sleep with the man, you give in. She gets mad. You got upset, left the room, came back, told him it's time for him to go, that he had gotten what he wanted, and there was no reason for him to still be there. Did you not get what you wanted? See, women amaze me with that statement. You got what you wanted. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you not get what you wanted? Right. So you keep dumping this on the dude. See, I don't see. It take two to do that thing. So now, you got what you wanted. You can leave now. Did not you get what you wanted? Get out. Now you get out. (laughs) He looked confused. You damn right he confused. Yeah. Every man on earth would be confused. What do you mean get out? We was just doing what we always do when I come over here. I'll talk to you later. No, I don't think I'll be communicating with you anymore. Yeah, he's confused. Because guess what? You confused. (laughs) You confused. Ma'am. You have to get yourself some standards. Mm -hmm. See, you have none. Now, you want a guy to respect what? You have no standards, but you want the respect of a woman with standards. Mm. A man will only give you the respect that you command. All right, we got to get out of here, Steve. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Email us or Instagram us your thoughts. At uh, my girl Shirley, that's for today's Strawberry Letter. Well, uh, Memorial Day weekend is right around the corner, people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you can officially wear white. Officially wear white now after Memorial Day. Oh, that's for real. Bring your yeah. white out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's an old, <laughs> and, and old. Your white, and your white girls. <laughs> I don't Wait, know about that. Stretch, stretch I don't know about that. Can't be seen with a white girl before Memorial Day. Not till after Memorial Day. Why can't I go? It ain't after Memorial Day. <laughs> 
Then we can walk around. <laughs> well, according to AAA, 39.3 million people will travel 50 miles or more away from home next weekend, which translates to the highest volume of travel since 2005. 34.6 million Americans will drive to their destinations, an increase of 2.4%, mm. while another 2.9 million will be flying, which is a 5.5% increase over last year. Now, Orlando, Florida is the most popular destination for Memorial Day travel, followed by, didn't know this, Rome and London. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, I know, from Orlando to Rome and to London, Rome. right? Yes. <laughs> All right, so anybody traveling on Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Yes. I've, I've done I it. Am. Are you yeah. Junior? Yeah. Where are yeah. you going, Junior? I'm going, I'm going to Houston, man. My grandmother's uh, 75th birthday. Nice. It's a great way to celebrate. Yeah, it's gonna be old. Yeah. Is what it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be old. Party. It's gonna be some old people over there. Boy. <laughs> Ooh, brown paper what, bags. Like, what like forties and fifties? No, 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 no. My grandmother got a. She got a group of friends. All uh-huh. her friends is old. <laughs> so you know, a bunch of them. You know, they gonna be hitting on me too. So I got to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing like you when an old woman hit on you. What, yeah. you, you what do they say? Yeah, what do they say to you? Oh, when you pull up, they say, is that your fine little grandson right here? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm over all of Miss Herbie lap and everything now. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank oh, you, Miss Herbie. Thank better you. go and get some of that will money and stop playing. <laughs> so what, what do they do, Junior? Do they dance? Do they touch you? Oh, yeah, do they yeah, rub yeah. on you? Yeah, they, you know, uh, they got the music out there and everything in the backyard. People uh-huh. had to pick it up, you know. But yeah, they touch uh-huh. on Yeah, you, 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 I've been molested by an old woman before. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. Is she too old to go to jail? I can't report it, man. Uh-huh. I can't report her. So you're sitting on her lap, Oh, Miss Herbie pull you right on down. I mean, Miss Herbie's strong to be 82. Strong. Oh, yeah, she's strong 80. to be 82. Yeah, yeah, Miss Herbie, 82. Yeah, yeah. Does she Very touch strong. places? She touch places, Junior? She touch and well, everything? Well, no, no, they, they, you know, they grab like you behind. They gonna, they gonna get a palm of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're going to do that. Yeah, so. I'll be at the, I'll be there, Granny. I'll be there. 75. <laughs> Smelling like white diamonds. <laughs> white diamonds is being gay. <laughs> you can tell who pulled up at the party by the smell. <laughs> anybody, anybody smell brute? Oh, that's, that's Henry. Henry here. <laughs> who is that smelling like? <laughs> who is that smelling any- like being gay? Yeah. <laughs> right. Are there any of them there that are, you know, like kind of cute? You yeah, can tell back hot, in the day. Him, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um. She has Miss Gladys. Miss Gladys. You could tell she used to be nice back in the day. She had oh. a shape. She the only one that's old still got her shape. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up right now, uh, May Day. Now, what is this exactly, Steve? Well, Steve, you set it up. You know. You know. Me and Jay, man, we met each other in the <laughs> we, go way back. we go way back. Uh-huh. 86, man. You know, what? no, you know, cell phones, right? So what we had to do was, uh, like, whenever we wanted to talk to each other, he had an answer machine and I had an answer machine. <laughs> so we'd have to call each other answer machine. Because, you know, comedians, you know, you check your answer machine three, four times. So you got work, day. right. Because mm-hmm. okay. it, it's probably a gig. Oh. 
Yeah, oh, so okay. you always call it. You know, in the back of the day, you could punch in the code and hear your message, play it back, go to the next one, skip, you know, with your little mm-hmm. oh, yeah. touch tone mm-hmm. phone. With your code, pay yeah. Phone. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jay and I developed a system where <laughs> if we really needed to talk to each other and it was important, we'd go May Day, May Day. <laughs> <laughs> then we'd say the number we was going to be at between what hours. It could be a pay phone at a gas station, pay phone on a corner, you know, just wherever we knew. And then the other person, wherever he was, would find the time during that window to get to the phone and call him at that number. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and so had, that's I- what... I had really? some of the worst Maydays, probably. Mine, like mine, what? Mine, <laughs> well. Yours were worse than Steve's? Well, yeah, hell mine. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I had this habit of uh-huh. writing down where I played, you uh-huh. know, and writing about, you know, the show, how the show went, and oh, I write okay. my jokes mm-hmm. and who I was with. Oh, okay, so you kept a log. I, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. that was not good. That was not good. Oh, I used really? to keep this book close to me, uh-huh. real close to me. Uh-huh. Like, where's my book? Okay. I got to have my book. Uh-huh. Well, this other person found the book. Yeah. Was this other person female? She yeah. found the book. With, <laughs> and even though the spelling was bad. <laughs> <laughs> She deciphered deciphered all of this. So the next thing for me to do was to call Steve. Uh, Mayday. (laughs) And and you had to wait for him to call you back. Because, I mean, it's like I'm going through it, right? I I need to talk to my boy Uh right now. uh So I'm at the payphone waiting. I'm waiting. (laughs) He don't call. I will go by two hours. Then I go to the next phone, call him again. He got to call and check his messages Uh to call me back. So when he finally called me all I said well he knew about the book uh-huh, uh-huh. all okay. I said was she found the book <laughs> and I heard click <laughs> I can't help you there's nothing there's nothing I can, nothing I can do <laughs> Steve she found the book dog <laughs> what she found the book man oh my god Oh, man, Mayday. Yeah, the worst, man. So that's what it was about. That's how we did it back in the day. You know, so you hear these comics talk today about, you know, the internet and... Uh-huh. Getting busted like that. And <laughs> tweeting and stuff like that. Man, we we paid our dues back in the day. <laughs> we paid our dues. Sounds we like did. you paved the way. I know, we did. Yeah. We paved the way. <laughs> Seriously, Shirley. Yeah. Cheating wasn't easy back in the day. <laughs> Somebody had to do it, though. Somebody had to do it. But you have more, you have more Maydays than Steve. Oh, I have way more Maydays than Steve. Was there really? a time you answered the phone? Yeah, Steve had a couple Maydays. Okay. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to hear it. Let's go. We got Come time. On. Come on. Let's uh, go. Uh-huh. Come on. I was, uh, I was about 28, right? Uh, and 28. I was mm-hmm. dating this girl, man. It was like 24. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you remember, Jay? <laughs> yes. And, uh, oh, yes. I didn't know it because I was just going in town. I leave town. She got a, she got boyfriend. Yeah. Oh. And uh, the dude called me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he didn't call me. He saw me somewhere. Uh-huh. And he left a note on my car. <laughs> and he said, uh. When I see you, 
Uh-oh. I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> That's all I'm the message said? Well, you know, look, man. That's fine and good. You know, I'm 28. I'm in nice shape. I'm 28. Mm. Still have mm-hmm. my fighting skills real sharp. Okay. But if I don't know who you are, <laughs> you could surprise me and I could lose because I'm speaking to you while you throwing punches. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, I didn't want to get in the car because I thought the dude was somewhere watching me and was going to swallow me. So I went over to the payphone, Mayday, Mayday, right now. So I had to stay at that payphone for six hours till Jay called his machine. So I'm pacing back oh, and man. forth. I'm eating potato chips. I'm eating, you know, low-budget items that last a long time. a lot of chewing gum. And I'm acting like I'm busy, but I'm steady uh, scanning right, the right. parking lot looking for somebody that's going to walk up on me. I just needed Jay to know where I was going in case something happened, man. Right. And I had to tell him the whole story. So Jay finally called me. He said, man, what's up? I said, man, Jay... I got a dude, man. You know the girl I was seeing? She said, yeah. I said, she got a boyfriend. He said, what that got to do with us, man? (laughs) Oh, now it's us. Yeah, right. I said, he put a note on my window and said he going to whoop my ass. So he know the car I got. Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jay said, where your next gig at? I said, Mississippi. He said, start driving now. Good advice, Jay. All right, thanks, dog. Got in the car, headed to Mississippi. Stay I told him where I was going to Mississippi. I said, dog, it'll take me about seven hours to get there. If you don't hear from me in seven hours, his ass got me. That's what this friends are This the girl's name, and this her boyfriend. Have him arrested. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man. We go wow. way back. Like yeah. Cadillac seats, man. man May right day. <laughs> and I was hoping that the guy would get him and then I could get that gig. So. <laughs> no. That's a damn shame. <laughs> Yeah, Jay, that's, that's dirty, Jay. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A new survey has asked people what age should they be expecting to pay their expenses on their own, okay? And it turns out millennials feel that they should take responsibility at a much younger age than hmm. we expect. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I disagree I'm a parent of a millennial. A new so survey has asked folks what age people should be expected to pay their expenses on their own. And it turns out that millennials feel they should take responsibility at a much younger age than we expect. Okay, millennials, what age is that? Millennials feel people should be able to afford their own housing by age 22. Hmm. Yeah, okay, while, go ahead. While both, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, while both. Yet. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh, not at all. Baby boomers and Gen Xers actually think uh, it should be older, definitely. Millennials also think that uh, people should be able to pay for their cars a little over None the age of, that. of 20. None of that. They should pay for their cell phones by 18, None which also uh, is younger than all other generations. And um, at, at what age do you guys think? How, how old should you I'm just going by experience. Yeah. I mean, none of mine did all of that. Mm-mm. Right. I, I mean, bought so well, many cars. All, yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, they're talking about something they don't know. 
Exactly. Because if they knew, they wouldn't have to say, we should be able to. You're not. Right. <laughs> you're, you're not still, doing it. You're, you're not going to be your paying for a house at 23. There are exceptions to the rules. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, most 23-year-olds are just pulling themselves out of college. They I don't know how, no you, how long you think you save money for a house. See, it's hard to save for a house because you got to live. And the problem with your first job is you got to buy everything you don't have. Mm-hmm. You don't have a car. You don't have the right amount of clothes to go to work. You don't have money for lunch. You got to produce that yourself. Then you're starting to realize how much it really takes to take care of yourself. Now you're trying to save for a house. Uh Uh-oh, something went wrong. Oh, you forgot about that? Yeah, things go wrong. It's called life. Now you look up in the mirror and you decided that you can't live with them teeth stacked on each other no more. So now you got to go to the damn dentist. Wait, what? Say that again. (laughs) You done looked in that mirror and found out that you can't live with them them teeth stacked on top of each other no more. That stacked smile ain't working for you no more. So you got another bill. Yeah, now that's another bill. Yeah. 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 And getting that that tooth took off the top of that other tooth, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Now you 35 with braces. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now you done jumped into 35 or 40 with braces trying to get that right. fixed. Mm-hmm. That puts you and more we, behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we used to call them people that had teeth stacked on top of each other, them canine teeth where were two on each side. <laughs> we used to oh call them jackpot. <laughs> jackpot? <laughs> the jackpot. Yeah, because you look like a jack-o'-lantern with more. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> jackpot, you got extra in your mouth. That's jackpot. <laughs> my, my grandmama said, got enough teeth for another mouth. <laughs> Give him some. (laughs) Yeah. So there goes your plan. The next thing you know, you're trying to borrow money from mom and daddy. Yeah. Or uh, or daddy. uh, Or daddy. You're borrowing money from daddy. You're calling daddy. Picking I mean, up the it, phone and asking daddy for money. Yeah, it's Calling good that they, they think that you should be yeah. at that but the reality point at yeah. that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's it's definitely not true. It's definitely. Well, when I, I mean, graduated from college, uh-huh. I moved back home with my mother. I lived with her for a while. Because you're right, yeah. Steve, the job I had, the money, it just, mm-hmm. I couldn't afford to live on my own right away. Never go back. But so many kids move back. So would, many kids are in yeah, the basement or in the it attic. It would have or, killed me to go back and live with my mama. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. No way. I but just couldn't do it. I, maybe that's a man thing. Yeah, I just was not going yeah, back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was determined. To, and I, I was doing pretty bad. I was doing real bad a couple uh-huh. times. You know, well, I wasn't going to mm-hmm. go back home. Just mm-hmm. wasn't going to go back home. Things weren't bad at home. You just No, I just didn't want to go back home. The uh-huh. man, I, was, you know, I lived in the Y. <laughs> you were just used to being on yeah. your own. And, yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. you know, yeah. black parents. Yeah, uh-uh. Under no. my roof. Yeah. Oh, you know man. black parents 27 are. years old, you tell me I can't stand in front of the refrigerator door. Now, see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be off the phone about midnight. Pick the I got to cut the TV yeah. down. I'm 27. Right. <laughs> the TV down. Lights out. <laughs> you done ate up all my vanilla wafers and I can't say a damn thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know how black parents are. They do not play yes. that. Under my roof, you do as uh, I say. Vanilla wafers. You mean the vanilla wafers in my refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What I tell you about leaving that toilet seat up? <laughs> oh, that's, why, that's why I 
I'm so glad. I'm on my own. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it, man. You will always be. Yeah, but you like the millennials, they don't care. They, they want to come back. They want to. Aren't they entitled, I mean, though? Dude, I'm not they think they are. They think they're oh, yeah, entitled. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying that's how they act. Millennials yeah. act very entitled. I know I my son told me as long as you got money, I got money. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember I told my, my daughter she could pick out her own bedroom set. She was at the highest price store. Furniture <laughs> 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 store, huh? Sure. Yeah, no, but you don't start out. No. <laughs> I slept on a pallet for yeah. a long time. You don't man. work. No, you don't have a job. What are yeah. you doing? They have plans of life with your money. Yeah. They plan yeah. their life with your money sometimes. I, yeah. I know you've experienced that, Steve. 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 I know. Oh, I know. You know. I'm so sick of my damn kids. Spoiled ass suburban kids. None of them. Randy Carly, the only one knew what a little hard times was. All the rest of them. Uh-huh. Small ass little suburban kids, man. Is it our fault though? Because we wanted to give them a better life than we had. Is it I our mean, fault that they're? To. Yeah. yeah, I think it, each generation wants uh-huh. to do yeah. that. Our parents wanted yeah. that for us. I think that's how it goes. But but I think they want to with, be top of the food chain. You're right, Shirley. Yeah, right they away. want to be right, they don't right, know right the now. Journey. But I think social media, of course, we talk about this a lot, but I think that social media added to we want to give them a better life, uh, you know, that's what has the um, them feeling Mm -hmm. entitled and all of that. I mean, just little simple things about like your own television. Yeah. You never Mm -hmm. had that. Your own? Your cell phone. Where? Where? (laughs) Where? In your room. Let me just show you. Dog, I had a bed and a dresser. <laughs> Let me be quiet then. Dog, I had a drawer. I had a drawer. Wasn't no uh-huh. computer, cell phone. Wasn't nothing no was in there. Nothing. Wasn't not a window. Hold on. All your clothes was in one drawer? Yeah. And the bottom drawer was missing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back right after this jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He is, he is, he is. My hero and yours, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Roscoe Wallace. <laughs> What's going on, Junior? What's happening, Roscoe, my hero? What? My man, ain't nothing going on but the rich. <laughs> Ain't nothing going on but the red. <laughs> hey, what's up, Shirley? Hey, Roscoe. How are you? Love you, baby. Show. How your marriage going? It's going well, thank you. I'm still happy. Yeah. All right, good. Well, let me know when you ain't. Doing well. Doing well. Thank you. And what I'm here. <laughs> okay. Just making it easy for the clean-up man. <laughs> you know, Jeremy Brown, what's up, boy? What up, Roscoe, man? How you doing, man? Ain't nothing, baby. Sure glad you're over here on the right side now. <laughs> you damn sure know the grass look greener, and it is greener. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know what over there? You over there in that wheat field. <laughs> Radio show just drying up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dog, ain't you the one they got rid of? They replaced with five people. <laughs> Who the hell do that? Five, you take five people to make one. Who do that? Yeah, that wasn't the stupidest thing I was in. Old damn Steve scooped you up like dog doo doo, did he? Got me up. <laughs> got it right on the air. What's going on, Carla? 
man. Hey, Roscoe. How are you? Hey, Jay, you ever know the one I talk to Colin? My voice drop off? I see, man. Yeah, what's that yeah, about? Yeah, because she a hater. She don't believe. She don't believe fat meat greasy. <laughs> Whatever, Jay. I just don't believe that Roscoe wrote all these songs. Like, you heard when he first came I, in. Well, I tell you one thing. Well, well, I, yeah, I tell you what. Hey, hey, look, look, we what? know for sure who the hell ain't wrote them. You. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, so. Hey, hey, Roscoe. Uh, what, what, you know, what you need, baby? You know, Jay has a segment on the show uh, called Murder the Hits. And what he does is take people's songs and, you know, flip them, yeah. so to speak, and change the words. And, and Y'all see how you're on mute today. Wait a minute. How are you sounding, Roscoe? You you okay? Oh, no, I'm good. Jay ain't telling y'all nothing, but I'm a ghostwriter on all of them. <laughs> oh, here we go. You wrote them too, Roscoe? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wrote the hits and murdered them. <laughs> <laughs> but so Jay is just taking all the credit for it? No, he ain't taking all the credit. I gave him permission. <laughs> is that true, Jay? Now, I'll give him Jay said, saying true, and I just keep coming right here. You Jay in the first place. Whatever he says, I'm going with it. How did you guys is, meet, baby. Roscoe? How did how did you and Jay meet? How, how did you guys meet? Oh, we met a long time ago. I knew his daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, you knew Jay. What was his name? Willie Brown. Willie Brown. Huh? Yeah, that was my daddy's name. Yes. What'd you think? Oh, that's what he told you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go along with it. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what, Willie what, Brown. <laughs> what you know? Well, what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah what you we doing, call man? him something else, though. His nickname was Doo Doo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was something else, boy. Because we call him Doo Doo Brown because he stayed in sugar honey iced tea <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That was my man, oh boy, I love, I love old Willie, boy, Willie was no milk, man, that's how I I just took on, I just, quite naturally, I just took his son under my wing, you know. He Hold on one second. What's that? What's he, what's what you doing? Activator on the What are you doing, Roscoe? Jay, Roscoe rocking that curl, you see? Yeah, he's rocking that curl, yeah. Well, how much activator he still You need a lot, you need a lot. That's too much. Roscoe, pull up. I'm back. What did you do? What, what were you fresh. I just freshened the curl, baby. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Roscoe. Thank you. We got to go. No, no. Oh, 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 wait. What, what y'all getting ready to do next? Play some songs. Damn. Uh-huh. I'm going to come back for that and holler at you about something. <laughs> all right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We're here for just time for just one more thing. I want to invite all of you out just to the lovely... Thing. And it's filling up, too, man. There's some nice people going to be out there. Be ladies, nice. get your girls together. Come out in the group. Have yourself a ladies' yeah. weekend oh, that's out at Sand and Soul Festival. Please, please Fellas, do. get yourself a boys' weekend. Come on out there and smoke cigars and gamble. Sit around at a dope pool and look at them waitresses. And go on out to the casino, man, and start gambling a little bit. Place yourself some golf, man. Just lay on the beach with the fellas talking trash, getting yourself some you know, quality drinks in and quality food in. Make it a boys' weekend. Make it a girls' weekend. You never know. It'd be nice out there. It's called the Sand and Soul Festival. Salt and Pepper keeps sweat. The one and only new edition will be performing. A comedy show with Kia and Earthquake in it. Uh, Cheryl Underwood going to be there. It's just going to be off. 
Food time right there. Uh-huh. Uh, there will be no seminars. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Come on. Just get ready to ask you that. Quit asking. We ain't been going out there to learn a damn thing. We ain't going out there to shop, eat, lay around the pool, eat on the beach, eat, drink, walk the beach, tan, roast, party, go to sleep, wake up, do it again. You have a couple of people following in your footsteps. Did you know that? A couple of entertainers. One is an Oscar winner. I'm talking about Jamie Foxx. He has a game show coming out called Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. fun. Yeah, it looks like it, it should be a lot of fun because it has music. It has Jamie Foxx, like he says, and me. <laughs> and I'm taking you back. Didn't Gomer Powell used to say that? Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, that was a... Gomer Powell. Uh, that's the... He did. He did. Yeah. I could so, go on that show, Shirley Shazam. I would win. You know you know songs? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, I know them by the note. I would win. I should go on. <laughs> and that's what you do. You play the note. Yeah. And, and you know, see if guess you can what guess song it, it is. See if you can guess it. And I think yeah. the winnings are up to a million dollars or something. Wow. You could oh, win like a million. Yeah. You could win like a million dollars. So yeah. you need to go on the show, girl. Speaking of Jamie Foxx. Yes. Well, Steve let me tell you James. this, too. Yeah. For what? Okay, I told you game show. Snoop Dogg is getting a game show as well. He's going to be the host of Joker's Wild, the new Joker's Wild. It's a classic oh, casino-style game show. It aired back in the 70s and 80s. Yes. Yeah, it, it, I this can't they say it. I remember it. It was a card game, right? Uh huh. This one had that, that funny sound in. Uh, yeah, and they used I to say it. Joker, Joker. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Joker, Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they're gonna bring back the show with Snoop as the host. He says it's a no-brainer for him. That was his favorite game show back in the day. So. There you go. And I mentioned Jamie Foxx. He and Katie Holmes, their relationship is heating up. It's heating up. Who is it? Uh, Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes used to be married to Tom Cruise, remember? Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx played in that movie Collateral Damage together. Collateral, yeah, that was a good movie. uh, That was a really good movie. Jamie Foxx got a white girl, huh? Uh, yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amen and they're all over Paris that. going to dinner. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> Excuse they... me, Jay. What? what? Yeah, go white, man. Amen. <laughs> what? Shazam. How can you say that? Shazam. <laughs> My, yeah. Yeah. What? Jay, don't look don't at me and it, say Jay. that. Yeah, Shazam. <laughs> Jay. I had one. Yeah. These statements are what? Jay's Fox? and Jay and the Browns alone. Man, Listen to me. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Ain't come I'm proud of him, Steve. I'm okay. proud of him. Okay. Yeah. Right. Say that. Uh, well, power to him. <laughs> Fight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you like I'm dating okay. white women? Man, ain't nothing wrong. You hear my voice? Man, ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Steve, I need to talk to you uh, yeah, after yeah. the no, show. I mean, we have look, to talk. If you find love, you find love. Yeah, 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 love is love. Of course, we believe you in know? that on this show. I'm yeah. talking about him talking about Jamie Girl like that. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything wrong. I said that was great. Right. I'm happy Send for me a him, yeah. s- snapshot a picture of her so I can know who she is. Oh, she oh, looked okay. good. Okay. Oh, she's <laughs> tall and cute. The, the main thing, she's white. That's yeah. the main thing. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> all you need to know right there. That's all I need to know. <laughs> So fine, make me itch. <laughs> Why did you hire him, Steve? Man, I'm confused. What was the point, Aunt? What were you trying to make? Anyway, 
Katie and Jamie have really been keeping their relationship on the low, low Come in the on, US. Jamie. Step on out there. Yeah. Step out there with love. <laughs> They're getting ready to step out there. They really are. They, they really are. They're planning to do some more public appearances, you know, mm. together, whether it's mm. just going out to dinner or whatever. Man, They're in Paris him. doing that. So when they get back to the U.S., it'll mm. probably be more of Go the right same. Go right ahead, brother. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Yeah. my money. Oh, she's a white woman. Oh, she's a white woman. All right with me. Jay, Jay, you got to murder that hit. Oh, woman. now you're on board with them, Steve? No, I, I didn't, I'm just saying he got to do the hit. No. The champion, uh-huh. Steve, you know, is a champion for black women everywhere. You know, man, I'm not saying I'm not putting down white uh, black women. I'm not doing that at all. Okay. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. Not on this show, it. you ain't. No, I would never do that. Oh, okay. No. That's Your ass out of work. No, <laughs> I'm not. No, that's not okay. what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm you saying that's good that she's white. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what saying. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. She fine, though. She fine. She fine. <laughs> so, Jay, do you date black women, too, though? I have. <laughs> he said, I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got me three divorces. I've done it. I've been there. I've been diabetic behind. I'm done with him. I'm done. <laughs> have a wonderful weekend. And on Monday morning, we back at it ignorant again. Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show on fire. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.